All right, quickly, one more thing. I totally forgot to tell you before we were because we were just talking behind the scenes before we came on yeah so so kathy kathy it's so great kathy still reads the newspaper every morning like it shows up on the front step and she goes and gets it and reads the newspaper i love that thing right yeah that's awesome yeah i i just i just love that so yesterday in yesterday's paper um look well you probably won't see this because my camera front page this is this is the charleston post and courier so front, front, front page can you see it? It's a yeah. big, huge article about cornhole. And that's from the HQ right there. That picture. Yeah. Yeah. Great article. So I, I, I know a few people. Who um, did they interview the though? Um, I know a few, a few people at the, um, at the newspaper. I've never heard of this guy before. Lamar, Lamar Stancils is his name, but, Check. but uh, see who they interview. he interviewed, uh, there's a couple quotes in here from, from Trey. And then okay. he also interviewed the mayor of uh of rock hill nice awesome yeah it's a nice, nice little article i mean nothing, nothing huge awesome. and in depth kind of goes over you know how the game is played and how many players there are and the growth of it and kind of touches on the you know everyone's fascinated by the by the COVID story still and how it's sure. the only thing on tv so but nice i mean nice nice pub hey man he didn't Always call me good. of course i mean i'm sitting right here i mean the post and courier is just like three miles away but <laughs> yeah no big deal <laughs> I am right here. I talk about it a lot on TV, man. If you want to talk to me, but no big deal. I'm right here. That's why I guess I'll just call Trey. Yeah, I mean, we could meet for a drink and talk about it. It'd be fine. But you know, whatever. No, that's fine. You call Trey. <laughs> call Trey. That's fine. Everyone calls Trey all the time. Trey. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Poor Trey. No, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to. So Kathy came into my office. She's like, "Look at this." So it's pretty cool. That is awesome. And good I, for her uh, for reading the paper, even though you know destroying all the trees but there's something tactile that like you know people that read books and we can yeah. get into segue into my travels uh and talk about books but uh yeah i mean you know a lot of people have kindles or well kindles is kind of old school now but you know you can read everything yeah. on whatever device that you own nowadays but i think it's kind of cool that books are still out there i actually you, you bring up kindle actually that's that was uh her, her birthday was last month and i got her the kindle um, kind of the kind of I shouldn't say you're right. They are a little bit old school, but they have the new generation, the ones that actually sure. look like books. Right, right, it's, right. It's, right. That, it's that it's that kind of paper white. I think is what they call it. It actually looks yeah. like a like like the color of the book and the ink and everything. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so she she likes that. But but I like that she reads the paper. It's kind of fun. I like that she reads. I wish I was a I, better reader. What were what were we talking about before we came on the? We were talking about sales. We were talking, we're talking about, about sales, production, and and really getting into. I was going to get into that, like when a company starts to get bigger and it starts to kind of have divisions. Yeah. Like you know, you've got a content, you, you've got a content group, a marketing group, you've got your production group, you know, like all that kind of stuff. It's it's just kind of funny how I don't know if rivalry is the best word for it, but everyone kind of starts to think that their job is the most important job. Right. Mm, yeah. You know, and then and then there's in, a, there's, in, the, in the corporate world in the corporate world they call those silos. Right. And, and you, have, kind of, you have to the, try. You have to try and avoid that. Yeah. The con the conflict is, I yeah. think we're experiencing that. And I think it's part of the grow the you know, uh, growing pains of the company. Well, and that, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this too. Sorry to sorry to interrupt, right but I mean, how different? By, by the way, welcome to Borderline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to our conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just jump right in whenever you want. Just, just feel free. You know, it, I, I think I think everyone needs to remember too that like everyone's just got to breathe, right? This this is tough because we have condensed a huge schedule now 
and maybe even added some events this year into a little bit shorter time frame. It feels yep. like, yep. like, I mean, we've got, you know, we had, we had the national and then we yep. waited a long time and now it's national, national, national. Yeah, we had two shootouts in there. So I wonder how much that yeah. kind of plays into it too. It's, it's a little stressful right now. Yeah. We had two nationals done by, uh, uh, St. Patrick's day the last few years. Yep. And now we add those two nationals got pushed into this travel period and it's, it's, it's been hectic. I think you're right. I mean, I think it's for a lot of people, I mean, me included, and I don't do half the work of a lot of people, but it's just, it wears on you, man. It grinds you down just always yeah. on the road, always in a different hotel bed. You know, you're just, I don't know. It kind of wears on you. And I think people are kind of starting to get sick of each other and they're sick of, you know, the divisions like I don't, they're not helping us do this and they're not helping us do that. And it's like, well, I mean, everyone kind of has a role, right? Yeah. And, I mean, it, we should be helping each other, but, you know, it's. I think like, a lot of people don't understand who, uh, you know, if you're just a casual cornhole fan and you like the show and watch the show, it's, it's just the amount. And, and you know what? Even some of our players. I'm not sure a lot of people, Bernie, understand the amount of time and literally blood and sweat no idea tears but maybe sometimes with blood and sweat that goes in behind the scenes to get everything set up you know from the from the ballrooms of the convention centers just with the qualifying and then to the broadcast i mean just the broadcast court in of its in and of itself live yeah. tv I, I mean i know because i've been doing it for a long time it doesn't matter whether it's football baseball basketball or cornhole live tv is a beast dude i mean it's <laughs> yeah. hard it is hard work to set all that stuff up and and lay all the all the wires and all the cords, you know, for the audio and for all the the cameras. Not to mention the court. I mean, it's and the LED signs now and the truck. I mean, it's it's a lot of intensive labor. Yeah, it is. It is very much so. And and like you and I were talking right before we came on, and you had a great a great industry term for what's happening with what's going on for us. You're, you're starting. We're starting to have silos within our company, and that's just such such a great term because it really does describe it because everyone's in their silo and no mm -hmm. one's really seeing each other. Right. right. And it's I think it's, I, you know, I wouldn't say, no, it is causing some rifts. I think there are some definite rifts, but I think it's part of growing things. I think any company that's gone from having five people that did everything to where we are now in what, two years, two and a half years. Yeah. That's not a long time. Yeah. It's so it's so it's so young. And it's funny because because the ACL plays like it's big, right? I mean, we play like a major sport because we've got the ESPN deal right. and the CBS deal. So we play like we're a larger sport, but behind the scenes, we're minor league baseball. I mean, yeah, shoot, as a, as, a broad, as a broadcaster. We're A-league baseball. Yeah. I mean, as a broadcaster, when I was in Greensboro and when I was in Erie, you know, in single A and double A, I'm up there, you know, and I'm th they're preparing my charts just like I always do. And all of a sudden it starts to rain and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go pull tarp. It didn't matter who you were, or what you did, you know, yeah. it, you know, we, we had our little silos and our responsibilities, but yeah, I mean, it's minor league baseball. You got to roll up your sleeves and we all went down and rolled tarp and same thing kind of with the ACL. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we play big, but behind the scenes, everyone still needs to help each other because we just don't have enough. And I say we, yeah. like I'm a part of it. I'm just the broadcaster, but you know, th there's just not enough staff to, I mean, to really, it's, because they're it's, so new still. And it's, you know, it's funny. It's like, Certain groups want everyone to help them, but they can't really help with the other stuff. So essentially what you're asking for is everyone to help you because yours is the most important in your mind and the rest of us just don't get your help. Yeah. Right. And like that's 
when, when they're doing what they need to be done. And I, I don't know, it's, it's just it, for me, because I'm kind of I kind of float around, I guess, a good bit within the company, which is kind of funny. Yeah. I guess I've always been that kind of person. You're like a and, Swiss Army knife. Well, and not even that makes me sound way more important than I am. But I mean, I can help do this. <laughs> I can, you know what I mean? I can help do that. But I'm not like defined by a role. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know, like if, hey, you need some help with this, I can help with this. But, you know, it's not really what I do normally. But if you need help doing it, I'll help. But I, it's I feel bad for certain people because they're getting stuck. And we talked about Trey. I think Trey's getting stuck in some really awkward positions as we grow. And, you know, basically, Stacy's gotten to a point where he is kind of elevated and really untouchable with a lot of things. Right. Because his what he's doing on the day to day is just so removed from what the rest yeah. of us are doing right so you're, you're not getting yep. that person to help so the you know trey is kind of that you know that conduit between that that position of stacy and the rest of us and then he has his own group right he's got his own silo that he's having to deal with and so it's trey, i feel you mean bad trey with, with yeah. the content team yeah i mean he's got his content yeah. marketing team i mean that's his own silo but then and, and sponsorships i mean sponsorships you know, and then he's yeah. got people coming at him from production saying, we need your people to help and blah blah you know and it just i feel bad i feel like an avalanche kind of gets thrown on top of him but i feel like an avalanche is thrown like you were saying earlier the production team the amount of work that those folks are doing oh. that our players don't know who they are right yeah. I would say 90% of our players have no idea who Curtis and Daniel are. I, I was just, yeah, I was just going to say the same. And I, and I hate to just mention those two because there's many more behind the scenes, but those guys work their butts off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Daniel is more our employee now. Curtis is still a Tupelo yeah. Raycom guy, but he's kind of our Tupelo Raycom guy. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, there's just so much work. Cat, what Cat does is, I think, kind of undescribable the amount of stuff that we kind of have her do. Mm-hmm. during during broadcasts and during tournaments another swiss what, army knife what yeah what josh does to get the tournament set up and running and all that i mean you know it's you know i kind of show up talk with wally a little bit you know on, on a streaming <laughs> thing you know maybe maybe take down a little pipe and drape fold some drape a little bit like, yeah see you, you do you do quite a bit of hands-on stuff behind the scenes yeah sometimes you know and then it depends yeah. and it's it it's it like so talking about this i feel bad sometimes because you know Stacy and I grew up together. We're still really close friends. And sometimes he's like, hey, let's go do this when we're there. You know, tournament doesn't start till Friday. So let's go do this. And it's like forgetting ah. that you have. Well, it's not that, it's not that I have those specific responsibilities. It's just if I'm not there helping, then I'm the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Like they don't expect him to help, but they kind of expect me to help. So it's yeah. it's uh, it's I hate I, I don't know. It's an interesting it's you know what you know my problems first world problems something i've noticed with stacy this year is that i almost feel like he's become like you know the lead singer in a rock band (laughs) yeah you know like like he 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 has so many responsibilities now like when i left him in cleveland you know for for erie we he and i drove together to to cleveland Mm because he he wanted to fly out of cleveland because he had to go to california i mean it was was this big time executive oh out in santa barbara um, yeah yeah out in santa barbara so he had to go to california and then and then there was another appearance he had to go to then another appearance so i almost feel like like uh like stacy's become like the lead singer of the band where they just have to parade him around you know to talk to a bunch of people and and make appearances and do interviews and now trey trey has become like the band's manager like he he's he's the one back at the desk right like managing everything behind the scenes 
Yeah, Josh and Cat are it's like the ACL uh, traveling lead, lead, rock lead show. guitarist and drummer. Like, like so, they're doing all this stuff, <laughs> yes. not feeling not not feeling respected at all because the lead singer's right. out here doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lead singer's getting all the attention. He's getting all the love, doing all the interviews, and the drummer sitting back there like, shit, man. man I am. No just one ever kill, wants to talk to me. I'm killing myself. I'm losing weight back here every night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and Trey, literally, Trey's the manager. Trey, yeah. Trey's just the, the manager behind the scenes making it mm-hmm. all happen. That's funny. We, yeah, I mean, actually, I, I've heard it mentioned several times, we're more like a rock show than we are a cornhole tournament. Yeah, Kat was telling us that. I mean, when it comes to logistics yeah, at arenas at, at arenas or, 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 you know, whatever, at our event mm-hmm. uh, venues, yes. I mean, we're classified more as a, as a, uh, as a band and, yeah. and a rock show than, than uh, anything else. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I, I'm glad that people don't know exactly what goes on because I think they would they would kind of lose their minds because there are times. And once again, you're talking about live TV, and the world is not what world's not perfect. Things happen completely right. out of your control, and if they happen while you're going through live TV, I mean, you'll come back behind, you know, backstage or whatever, and everyone's losing their minds. It's because they're putting out fires that keep popping up. And so that's why players, if you watch the show, why people might get a little upset if you're not back there ready to get mic'd up, if you're kind of taking your time doing certain things. Like people are going nuts to make this happen. And and it has to happen on time. Yes. Like you can't just, oh, well, what's the difference? 15 minutes. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, stuff has to happen. Gotta go. It's gotta be on time. Yeah. It's a very small window that everything has to fit into. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, it has to, it has to run like clockwork behind the scenes. It has to. And there are a lot of people really stressing out to make sure that that (laughs) that, that happens. So when you decide to go to the bathroom (laughs) or to grab a drink or whatever and come rolling up, like you're, they're probably not going to be happy with you. Yeah. So just, hey, can I just go why, grab a picture with it? No, no, no you can't. That, that's you why they're not happy in 20 with seconds. Not, not because they're jerks, but it's because stuff has to yeah. happen a certain way. And it, yeah, I feel it's nuts, man. It really is. I remember, uh, I remember doing, uh, uh, what, what, why? So, so one thing first, one of my favorite stories of all time in the show was told by Kat last year at the national in Chicago oh, yeah. where the oh, fire yeah. marshal was watching cornhole is watching our broadcast on TV and all of a sudden saw some things he didn't like and literally got off his couch and, and came firing down to the pardon the pun firing down to the, to the venue to try and shut us down. And yeah. so Kat and Curtis and, and whoever Mid-Rock- else. Mid-Rock- the yeah. Yeah. And the players, and you're right. The players would know. And, 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 and awesome. I mean, we would never know that. But he literally wanted to shut us down. I, I yeah. thought that story from Cat. I mean, funny now at the it's, time, not yeah. funny, but because I mean, he, you know, now if he, I doubt he watches this show. But that's a little bit of a guy on a little bit of a power trip, right? Because he can't. But it, when he got there, he realized, dude, this is not a fire hazard. You're right. just you're you're not seeing it right. Those light, you know. Anyway, yep. but it's when it goes back to your point. Apparently, apparently, he saw that it seemed like a little bit dark, but but. You have to have a minimum type of of uh, you know minimum lights that are available, and and he wasn't counting our stage. And right. That's what makes it, and that's what makes us categorize more as a rock show because the lights on our truss actually count for the right. amperage or whatever in the building that is that is allowed mm-hmm. or so whatever. But that that was a crazy yeah. Crazy story. And, yeah, and but there's the, always I feel like there's, there's always, always something like that. always something like that, right? Yeah. And then you know like you, you know you and I have talked about Superhole and how kind of like herding cats that can be at times because these are celebrities that are kind of on their time 
right? They're kind of doing what they want to do. And that's why it was so great. The Buffalo Bills guys, you can tell team sport people, right? Hey, coach, you tell me where to be. I'm going to be there. So it was like pretty simple with those guys. But, you know, yeah, so let me know. Get, let me know where I need to be. Yeah. You tell me what, 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 what's my position. What's my role? I'll do it. But it's uh, it's funny when you get some TV stars that, you know, hey, I do what I do, man. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I, oh, real quick, man. Real quick, speaking of, speaking of uh, Super Hole and, and really not so much Super Hole, but last weekend in Mesa, Gina Ramirez. Where the heck did that come from? Like, this is truly a name and a face that I don't think I had ever started really researched or seen before. Well, so congratulations. Started the season in um, PDC. She gets the qualifier on the women's single side. Yeah, started wow. the season as a PDC player, was able to get moved up because some people had to leave, blah, 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 right? She gets moved up and, you know, she's staying down the middle. None of it seems too big for her, which good for her, man. Now, look. If you want me to be honest, as great as I think Gina Ramirez is, and I actually think she could be very good for the game beyond just her play, uh, I think Cameron kind of, in my, opinion, in my opinion, I think Cameron felt, I've got a PDC player here. I'll just go ahead and win. Mm. And I don't know if she gave her – I don't know if she was locked in as much as she needed to be locked in. And she had a, another bag change. and. Don't get me started on bag changes. I could go. I think that's that's the one argument that I won't listen to pros on. I usually tend to have their side on a lot of things. I would say 90% of the time I get where they're coming from. You know, we don't have a sport without the athletes participating. Correct. I mean, it, right. This rule is not new. Right. I mean, it's been around for a few years now. You should be proficient. With the same, I mean, you should have three or four colors, in my opinion, of that yeah. of your series that you're proficient with. So did Cameron have to change her bags? Yep, she had to change her bags. Gotcha. And also, I mean, there was a couple of people that had to change their bags. And look, and I, I get it. Hey, I play with these all day, but I mean, I get it. But you've got, I mean, it's not a new rule, guys and girls. It's not new. Yeah. It's on you to develop that kind of feel with different colors of your bag. It's just on you. It's a hundred percent on you. So, and I'm sure your bag manufacturer sponsor will give you whatever you want, right? Oh yeah, just got to have them twenty in. colors of that bag. Yep. Yeah, know, I mean, so. we, we use the analogy with baseball. I mean, you get a new mitt, you get new you get new shoes. I mean, there's all kinds of things in other sports that there are multiple things that other players in other sports have to break in all the time. So if you have to break yeah. in a new mitt, break in a new set of bags, it's just what you have to do. It's on you. Yeah. And all so right. it's, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored talking yeah. about Cornwall. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Although, actually, actually, I'm not. Just real quick, Mark Richards, dude, wow. I mean, of course, the one event that I miss, he actually gets the win in, in pro singles. But, another uh, bag change. Hunter Thorne had to change bags. Ah, interesting. And another, but I mean, once again, it's on you, player. Yeah. But yeah, Mark, you know, you and I have talked about it. I always feel like Mark tries to outlast people. You know, yeah. and so that's why I don't, I don't yeah. think he's had the amount of success in shootouts. But he gets it done. That, but he finally gets it done. I mean, look, yeah. I don't think there's a player that plays cornhole that really ever wants to play Mark Richards. No, no, I totally agree. Because of that, because that of has how totally he is. messed up my power rankings. By the way, my power rankings, I they they just they just flipped on their head. Mine didn't really. After, I mean, after what I've seen over the last couple of weeks. I mean, you know, my number eight's a fun one always. Oh, I, I can't wait to, to do it. Yeah. I, I get to throw whomever in there, but. Yeah. I, so Mark, so Mark wins, and and Tony picks up another win. Tony Tony's, Smith. Tony Smith I mean, is probably the, it, wow. He's probably the best player on the planet right now. He's really, he's really, 
Oh, oh Jeff. He's, he's, oh, he's trending nicely. Thank you for saying his name because I, as soon as he said this to me, I thought your your name was the literal first name that popped into my head. So what happened? We're sitting there watching Hunter Thorne, and Tony's kind of standing near me, kind of in between, right? Like we're watching that match. Yeah. And I was, and I turned to him. I was like, "Dude, what's going on with you right now, man? You're you're out of your you're out of your head." He's like, "Quote unquote, I'm a different man, Bernie. Went to faster bags." Yes. <laughs> Hashtag slide game. <laughs> But, Trey, I mean, Trey, the Trey hates it when I do that. Anytime I put hashtag slide game on a, on a tweet, he'll yeah. never like it or retweet. But, but, but to his point, what he was saying was he can still flip it over and play as dirty as you want to play. Sure. And, it's, yeah. and he didn't go fast. Like which, he's is, not, which is necessary. Yeah. And he didn't go yeah. fast. Like he's not playing with really slick, fast bags. They're kind of a medium. Yeah. But it allows him to slide more. And if he wants to make 40 straight bags, he can do it. But if he wants to all of a sudden decide, all right, I'm blocking, he'll just he'll turn it over and just play the block game. But I mean, it's, he said, he's like, I needed to make more bags. And it's great that he understood that. You know who else just turned off the podcast? <laughs> Anthony Ione. He's yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm not listening to this. Well, I mean, Anthony, look, Anthony's <laughs> right about most everything he says regarding football, oh, but yeah. this is not, I think he was a little off saying this was going to be the year of the dirty game, but it still is to a degree. Like when you look at the sure. players that are at the top, JBJ, even Alex Rawls, uh, obviously Mark Richards, you know, and a few other, I mean, look at Hunter Thorne, his rise, Tony Smith. These are guys that can all play dirty, right? And they, and they have the yeah. ability to play. But if you want to make 24 straight bags, they can do that with you too. Yeah, I love and it. And you and I, look, I think you and I, even though we're not, the most cornhole centric people in the world. You and I were the first ones saying it's going to be a five tool player that takes the game to the next level. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing that maturation into that. So I love that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the name of the game is to put bags in the hole. It's been that way for a hundred years or whenever the hell this sport started. <laughs> and it will be that way to the end of the time. Yeah. If you want to win, you got to put the damn bag in the hole and you got to be great at it. So yeah. and Tony Tony's getting great at it. I mean, well, I shouldn't say getting. He's already been. I don't, you know, and, and like talking with Trey last night. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anyone's playing better on the planet in that yeah. game right now. I mean, he's just. Yeah, I, he's, bumped, I bumped him up quite a bit in my my power rank. He's not as high as maybe I wanted to. Do you realize he's barely top twenty rankings wise? Yeah, just because it's yeah, just the two. That's, the what, that's why I'm really season. interested to see him. Yeah. We'll talk more about this in a little bit because we got another yeah. topic we're going to hit, but. Um, yeah. I, I, I really I can't wait to see if that maturity carries over to the national this weekend, because like you talk about all the time and I totally agree with you. Nationals are just different. So right. that, that's kind of a little teaser for our segment coming up in a little bit. But okay. so speaking speaking of uh, of us not being as cornhole centric, um, mm-hmm. I, I am so thankful for cornhole in my life this time of year. Because I was listening to uh, Steve Zabin is another guy who I listen to a, a radio mm-hmm. sports talk show guy. Yeah. Man, it's it's tough right now. I mean, it, it's tough for, for sports talk show guys. You know, it's it's that awful time of year, June and July, where it's really you know no one cares about baseball yet. No. The NBA, the NBA is yeah. Some people and like it's, it. it's, it's I'm, a I'm terrible watching, final. I'm for, watching. Only, I'm only watching because I'm putting money on it. It's a terrible and, uh, final for the NBA. I mean, yeah. if you're a Denver fan or Miami fan, you're loving it, but it is terrible for the NBA because I I can't wait to see what the rent, the ratings are. I'm imagining they're not going to be great. Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe maybe just by default because there's nothing else really on. 
Um, and, 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 you know, really even with the hockey, a lot of times I'll watch the Stanley Cup. But, I mean, it's cool that Vegas has a team. Um, and it's kind of cool that Miami has a team, you know, in, in the, in the yeah. NBA finals and in the Stanley Cup finals. But, you know, it's not like really like sexy teams. It's not like the New York Rangers, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The Blackhawks, or that's something exact, like that. You know, like that's exactly Blue what Bloods. I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's an awful. Yeah. It's awful for the NBA to have Denver and Miami because this isn't the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade Miami, right? That had so much star power that you felt like you had to watch. I like Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. Would want a Jimmy Butler on my team, but yeah. is he going to draw fans? The Joker might be good for the NBA in Eastern Europe, right? But I, I just right. I don't know if 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 that's really enough star power to get the average American sports fan to tune in. Yeah. But anyway, so geez, just slim pickings right now. Like we cannot, we cannot get football season here fast enough. You know, you know, it's interesting. I am a NASCAR fan and I think NASCAR is actually, I was actually just, I was kind of uh, texting with Stacy about this the other day. I probably should have texted with, with the tray, but I noticed on Memorial day weekend, dude, there was nothing on TV. Like, like as a sport, we, and I don't know, maybe it's just a fluke. But maybe next year, making the schedule, we should earmark Memorial Day weekend. Like cornhole could have owned the airwaves on Memorial Day weekend. I'm sure. telling you, there was nothing on TV. But but NASCAR, it's interesting how NASCAR. I feel like NASCAR is trying to position themselves as kind of the summertime. Like you know, if if you're if you're waiting for football season, watch us until football season starts. Hey yeah. man, who who drives the uh, 24 car now? William Byron. Charlotte Country Day School. Let's go. Oh, is that right? Yeah, his dad was like three he's years older than me in school. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 really he's really he's really doing well. But yeah, I mean, there's just not a whole lot. So so again, I'm so thankful for for cornhole. I mean, my my world used to be dominated by baseball. So you know, I was busy in the summertime anyway. But then when I got out of baseball and into TV, man, the summers were just like long. Well, isn't it amazing Thank how God we got cornhole now? How football has done its best to become year round. They have I know, and it just won't every- take. Have you watched? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess between the XFL and the USFL, Bernie. I've watched. I will say, I will say, um, on a high end, uh, and this may shock people. On a high end, I've maybe watched a grand total of. Okay, I'll go with an hour, but I don't even think it's an hour of total watch time. I would say I'm right there with you. And I love, I've tried, I, and I can't do it. I had this inner conversation with myself, and this is so funny you brought this up. I love watching football. In football season, I watch Nevada play San Jose State in yes. an 11 o'clock game on a Saturday night, right? I watch that. Yeah. And I can't get myself to watch it. And I don't know if it's just ingrained in me that this just simply isn't football season. Is it? Right. Do you think it is? I don't know. That's, I, that's that has, great, to, be, that has to be part of it for me. Because I've watched, I've watched bad football during football season because I love football, sure. right? But here yeah. it is, June, May, June. I just for, But I know in July, I'm literally going to be like a heroin addict tapping on my arm because I need my I fix because I know football's right around the corner. But yet, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe maybe it's just maybe we're just programmed. Maybe it's just I, ingrained in our 100%, brain. A hundred percent. Because otherwise, because I cannot do it. I, I can't. I've tried. I, I've I've tried. And and I even I even have like a inner conflict with myself. I'm like, yes. why do you not like this? Exactly. I've had that's that's so funny. We're sports nerds because I've I've had the same conversation. Like I'm changing the channel again. Going, you know, I just don't feel like watching that. Yeah. Right. And and I would watch a terrible football game on a Saturday or Sunday in the fall. Yeah. I, know. I don't get it. Crazy. I don't get it. 
Um, all right. So, hey, do you want to? Because I'm afraid if we don't start talking about this, because this could take a little while to talk about. I'm afraid if we don't start this topic, um, because we got to do this, and then we have to do our our top ten still. Sure. So we figured that this week, and I and I, I really I really don't like to have this conversation because it sounds really negative, but yet it's a very sportsy sports sure. talk thing to talk about, and and so I think I think our sport has risen to the level where someone needs to address it. But it's it's the it's the best player to not win X. Right. Choose your sport, whether it's golf. You know, best player to never win a major. That's probably what. That's probably one of the most popular ones, right? Yeah. Um. You know, be, best player like Charles Individu- Barkley, right? Individu- best player to yeah. never win an NBA championship. I mean, yeah. I, I think yeah. our sport now has gotten to that level, especially now that we're keeping track of everything, which I love. Um. Best best player to not win X. Mm-hmm. And so, and so you and I were talking about this and, and we thought, you know, let's, let's just do it. Let, let's just, let's just have a discussion and see if we can figure out in cornhole, best player to never win a major in cornhole. And by major, we're defining that for the time being as a, as a national singles win, doubles, uh, national win, world championship singles win or world championship doubles win. So, yep. so best player to be shut out in all four of those major categories i realize we call them nationals and worlds but you get it when we say best when we say best cornhole player to never win a major um you know who is that who is that by the way folks at home it kills the acl brass that jeff continues to call it say major does it really (laughs) yes because there's another organization that uses that word for those events yeah but all right so all right okay (laughs) i get that i get that however However, going back to our sports analogy from just yeah. four or five seconds ago, yeah. it's not only ingrained in me what a major is, uh-huh. it's ingrained in every American watching. But I don't, I don't call tennis as Grand Slams majors. I call them, but I call tennis as Grand Slams Grand Slams because that's what they call them. Yeah. I just right? think I just think that national, and this is just this is just me. I get it. I just think <laughs> I just think that nationals is a little bit a little bit confusing because when we talk about a national champion. That's not, you know. I get you. I understand. I understand what you're saying because a national to me, a national champion tournament is college. It's college yeah. stuff. I get. I get where you're coming from on it. I, it's just funny because, could you get him to stop saying that, please? Oh like, hey. No way. They don't really say that. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. Because that's that's not what we call them. So with that, here we go. Best <laughs> ACL player to never win a major. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, but I always, I always do qualify it though. You know, yeah. when I say it, I try to, yeah. I try to kind of talk around. No, no, and look, you're right. There are people, especially on TV. I don't know about this particular show, but especially on TV, there's people that are tuning in for the first time. That's just a fact. Right. And so you, you are kind of letting them know. I'm you know, telling you, I'm I, the voice of the fans. I'm the voice I, of the fans. You are, man. You, you are. All right. So you're ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right. So, so you, in fairness, Bernie, Bernie, we, we just decided to do this this morning. So, um, and Bernie didn't doesn't have access to all of the data and the updated data that I have, but we do have a list of all time titles that is constantly mm-hmm. updated. Obviously Mark Richards, Tony Smith uh, added, added to their titles. But yeah. so we were just kind of looking down. So again, um, I was shocked by two of these names and, and maybe, maybe like you and I were saying before, I, I don't know if you want to, how do you want to do that? You want to list your top three, I'm going to have you do it and I'm going to play off of you because I don't okay. have all those lists okay. in front of me because I know 
I know I could go through and give you five names, but the fact is I probably would leave off three or four that might should probably be on my list. So okay, all right, good. Uh, yeah. All right, so all right, so top two names that stuck out to me. I've I've got quite a few on here. So top two names that that stuck out to me right away when I was going down the list of titles. Mm-hmm. So these top two names are tied for thirteenth most all time wins career titles in in ACL history. Um, they both have six career titles, but neither one of these players have won a national or a world championship in singles or doubles. Okay. So those first two names, and I can't even believe this, Frank Modlin and Ryan Smith, both have six career titles, and neither one have won a, a national or a world championship in singles or doubles. I, so uh, Frank and, and, and Ryan, I'll get, I'll get your reaction on those two first. I mean, that's, that's, I, I was shocked. I, Frank, I actually double-checked all these with Trey. Frank really does surprise me that somewhere along the line, even in doubles, somewhere along the line, he didn't win one national. With Jamie, right? right? Uh, whomever. He's had some or, really or, great yeah, partners whoever, yeah. in the past. Yeah, I mean, he's just been so good for so long. The fact that he just didn't sneak in somewhere along the line with somebody and win a national in doubles or, you know, he's he's had such deep runs and single. You know, that one shocks me. However, Ryan Smith does not. And I'll tell you why. Ryan Smith, in my opinion, and I love Ryan Smith. He's one of my favorite people as personally, sure. but, yeah. uh, you know, on our tour, but as far as a player, at least for right now, he's had some decent runs in doubles at nationals and worlds, but he's, his game, he, he just seems to be so much better in round limited formats. And I think because in round limited formats, you basically have to have your a game for about 15 minutes, right? Maybe 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Right. In nationals, you've got to have your a game for hours hours on end and i don't know if ryan you know there's an inconsistency at times with his play and when you have to play at that's that level for so long i just don't know if he would if he's ever going to win i don't think he i can't believe i'm saying this unless he makes a couple changes to his game i don't think he ever wins a national in singles Mm. however i could see him doing it in doubles Yes. But, yeah. But I, 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 you know what? I can't, I can't say right now. I can't say I disagree with you. I, but Frank, I mean, I mean it never, never is a really strong word, but. But I could see it happening in doubles. It would make sense. Yeah. But singles, yes, I just I don't know that the depth of talent is so, so extreme right now. But Frank Modlin, you know, playing in the ACL and look, I'm not I am not denigrating any person that played in the ACL 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. I'm not. You're all still amazing. And some of you are still being talked about top 20 players in the world, amazing doubles players, yada, yada, yada. But if we're all being honest with ourselves, the talent level now is far superior throughout the pro division than than it was then. So the fact that Frank somehow didn't get one is mind boggling to me. Yeah. It's mind boggling. All right. Let's uh, let's throw a couple more in here. So Frank and Ryan were the first two that popped up. Uh, A couple other obvious ones. Devin Harbaugh. Hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, Devin. Four career titles, never a national or a world championship on the singles or doubles side. And Jimmy Humans, another really good player. I mean, solid fundamentally. We all love his bag. Yeah. Um, but th- those I, were four that stuck out right away. And then one, and then another one. I've got more, but another one that snuck in. I'll get your thoughts. Um, in between Frank and Ryan and Devin and Jimmy, Josh Holland. Josh has five career titles. So he's right behind Frank and right behind Ryan. 
but has never won a national or a world championship. De- uh, Devin, Devin, Devin's, I mean, Devin's, Devin's going to, and it wouldn't, you know, Devin, it, it wouldn't shock anybody if Devin won this weekend. Right. So, I mean, it's right. Devin. So maybe, I think, so maybe that, so when we get to the end here, maybe he'll end up being the guy. Yeah. Devin, Devin's that. going to, I would, yeah. I would be willing to bet money in the next two seasons. Devin has at least one, maybe multiple. Right? Yeah. So, All right. So here's a few more names for you. Um, and again, I, I feel like the list starts to get kind of thin. By the way, just as a side note, here are players who are, are are just dangling off this list. I mean, by the hair of their chin, they do not qualify for this list. Noah Wooten only has one. Shocked. One singles national. Yeah. Uh, Jay Rubin and Jordan Power, just because they won the world championship, they're off that they're off that list. If they hadn't won that, I I think for sure their names would be on there. And Tanner Halbert, kind of a name that I'd throw in there. Tan, I think Tanner's a really good player, but he has one as well. But but I, Noah, Jay, and and Jordan, just I mean, you know. But, I, but again, so, some more current names: uh, Caleb Batson, uh, Hunter so young, Horn. So young. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Like I said, yeah. I, I feel like I'm reaching with some of these. I, I get it. Caleb Batson, Hunter Thorne. Fisher Hamilton, what is he, 17? Alex Hicks um, is a 14-year-old. Surprised he hasn't won one yet. Yep, his that, name that was on there. Um, Alan Rawls. All right, here, here's one Here's one that's going to blow your mind. And I can't possibly, and Trey and I were texting about this this morning, I, I can't possibly word this as a trivia question because it just, it just can't narrow it down enough for you. Uh, by the time I gave Trey a few hints, he finally got it. But, but he fact-checked me on this. There is a name out there that we know who was top 35 last year. He's a top 30 player this year. He's made a couple of great runs at Worlds. Not only has he never won a national or a world championship in singles or doubles, Bernie, he has never won a career title in any category that we keep. All seven or eight, nine, whatever, however many categories we keep, has never won a career title. What's so I don't know region? if we want to consider him, consider him or not, but he's, he's a name that you know, that we all know, and another guy that we love, and he almost he almost uh, he went head to head in the world championships with Jamie Graham a couple of years ago. The state he plays in is probably one of the most talent rich states uh, that we have out there. And again, I don't I don't know how to narrow it down more than that without giving it away. I'll, let me just tell you, or you want to take a guess? Yeah, just go ahead and tell me. I don't know if I could get there. AJ Sims. That's not surprising. He hasn't won one to me. But, but no, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, not surprising. He hasn't won a a, a, a national major. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 any title never never an open or a doubles open. I mean I I'm I'm Trey and I both were shocked. And again I had Trey uh, check me on that. I, I'm I'm surprised he hasn't won an open. Not great. He's a really good player. As an as a, a doubles open at some point, right? I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. I'm even surprised maybe even a shootout doubles win. Yep. Uh, singles doesn't surprise me. AJ has some inconsistencies in his game. Once again, another player is probably going to punch me in the face for saying this stuff. But I love AJ. <laughs> I really do, He's a good but I, mean, dude. I think I think he'll be okay with that. The, there are some inconsistencies in his game at times. Yeah. His his top level is right there with anybody. Yeah, right? twenty twenty against Jamie Graham. I thought yeah, he was going to take him down. Yeah, his floor though is a little bit deeper than some of the other top players, and so that's. I mean, look, that's what separates all these guys and girls, right? Yeah. You put them all with their A A plus games, you're not going to see giant differences out there. It's just who, they're all so good. who's able to grind on their C C day, right? And, and and still find a way to hang in there. And some of them, that floor just gets deeper and deeper and deeper, and that's the difference. But yeah, AJ, yeah. not terribly. So you're, so you're not, so you're not gonna 
So you're not going to throw him in there then probably is. I'm not. I mean, and, and, I, and I think he's an amazing player, but I don't think I would put him on that list. Okay. Um, so, so, so here's the question for the sake uh-huh. of moving on here. So I, I'm assuming that, that our, our, our final list here is going to be like, if I had to narrow it down to five, take all the younger players out, uh, take Alan Rawls out because he just splashed on the scene this year. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to go Frank, Ryan Smith, Devin, Jimmy Humans, Josh Holland. Is that our is that our final five? I don't know. So you're taking AJ I, out. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't know. There's got to be some other people in there, though. I mean, no, like, they've all they've all snuck in. I'm telling you, there's big names in there. I mean, if if you if you can think of somebody, I've got the list right here. I'll I'll check it. But I'm telling um, you, we went through this thing, and and like I said, Noah, Jay Rubin, Jordan Power, Jacob Trzinski, Tanner Halbert, all yeah, these guys all have at least one. one. Yeah. They've all snuck in, even on the double side. And right now, we're ju- we're talking singles and doubles. If yeah. we just went singles, Bernie, oh yeah, there's a lot of big names out there that have not yes. won singles national or a singles world championship. To me, Frank and Devin are the two that stick out. Frank, just for the longevity and the the amount of time, I mean, and he was playing at a very high level when I, like I said, the depth of talent then isn't what it is now. So I'm surprised at some point then he didn't sneak one. Um, I really like Josh. I really like, I, I'm trying to take my, I'm trying to take my bias of Josh Holland out of it, of the fact that he's just, there is just nothing exciting about his personality. You know, there's, I mean, so I'm trying to take that out of it because he's a really, really good player. We just don't know much about him because he's just so quiet. And that's and like we talked guy. about last week's show. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. So Nothing wrong with that it. bias just, yeah. out of it. I, I might, if it were me, well, I don't know. It's tough to take Frank. It's tough to take Frank down. But yeah, all right. So maybe maybe Frank and Devin are the Devin. I mean, the those two. two to me stand out. I think Devin, though, you know, the bad thing about Devin, he was kind of finding himself as a player during a couple of those years. Everyone knew the talent. Like, if you wanted to see crazy shots, there were like three guys you would go find, and Devin would be one of them. Yeah. But he was a touch inconsistent. Now that he's kind of getting rid of that inconsistency, all you see is great shots. <laughs> right. So it's like, man, I think he wins right. his coming up. So, you know what? He's Phil Mickelson. That's who Devin okay, that, That's is. what I'm looking for. So we got to, we got to pick one. We got to pick one. So we go with Frank. He's we Phil Mickelson. Yeah. He's Phil Mickelson before Phil won. Best player on the planet, not to win a golf major, but the talent was undeniable. Everyone knew it was coming. And when he started winning, he won seven. And during the Tiger Woods era. Right. So you're, you're going Devin. You're going Devin Harbaugh. I, I think Devin to me. Just all together, talent, everything is both surprising. Frank's right there at one A. I, I, as much as for the sake of the show and for entertainment, would like to disagree with you. I, I my gut feeling when I made this list was was Devin. Yeah. So I think I, that's I think, I yeah. think that's okay. I, so right now he's on that list, right? I mean, you look at his contemporaries. Yep. You know, still a young man, right? Still a very young guy. Sure. But but when you look at his contemporaries, they've all found a way at some point, right? I mean, look, there are players that have won nationals that aren't even pros anymore. Yeah. Aren't really good enough to compete at the pro level yeah. anymore. The, but the list is nationals. fun to, to watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To and the fact it. that some of these guys haven't, it's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's tough with like a Cheyenne Bubenheim because she's won women's events. A but lot she hasn't, of them. But she hasn't won, and I think her name should be and on shootout that. event. She's won a lot of yeah shootouts, on but the only with women. Side. I think, but yeah. I think she's good enough, even though she's kind of dropped now into kind of if you look at the rankings into the top thirty, where she was kind of top ten, top fifteen. She had a, she had a bad national, and that always takes your your yeah. ranking down. But I think Cheyenne should be on the list. 
but I, she I, can I, be if you want her to be. I think she's on my list. Would you, would you put her? Would you put her? But would you put it? But I would put her ahead of Ryan Smith. I'd put no. I'd, I'd put her ahead of Ryan Smith. All right. So Devin's our guy. Yep. All right. So yeah, the yeah, best I think, I think Devin, Devin player has that in the ACL sure. to never win a major <laughs> is Devin Harbaugh. All right. Hey, all right, you ready? We got to do top ten. We're gonna run out of time. Are we really almost? Up? God, Lee, man, it is crazy how fast. Yeah, no, time that's that's. I figured we'd spend some time on that, so that's why I wanted to get to it. Yeah, I'm ready. Top ten. All right, going into the third national. <laughs> yes. Of the year. You want you want to go first? You want me to? I'll go, go first. first. I'm keeping okay. it. It's it's it's. Look, it's a lot of the same names except for one name at my number eight spot. I still have Kyle Malone and Matt Guy tied at number ten even though their rankings suggest no, because last national killed them both. Mm-hmm. They had Ert, Kyle Malone, especially goes one and two that, you know, Hey, your rankings gone at that point. You're, you're destroyed. I still think we're talking about an elite, elite, elite player. And it's kind of crazy to me, Jeff, beginning of the year, who was the best player on the planet? Yes. Kyle Malone. And so he's in this, yep. I got Jake Gore at nine. All right. He's still hanging in there. It's a two seat. I mean, we're talking a top 10 ranked player in the world. Number eight, Coming I don't like in, that you're doing the tide for 10, by the way. You're cheating, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cheater. So, <laughs> number eight, because he just won the Open this past weekend as the last player entered into the tournament, and the fact that he's able to do it with his playing style, number eight, you got to throw Double D in there. I Damon, knew you were going to do that. Damon Dennis, let's go. Find like a way for like all it. the old guys, man. And yeah. then, you know, seven through one is kind of the same as it's always been. I got seven, Joe K, uh, Joe Neistat. Still that guy, Mark Richards, even though probably should be higher. I've got him at six. Um, five, even though his ranking suggests he should be nowhere near the top ten. I don't think you're paying attention if you don't have Tony Smith in your top ten. I've yeah. got him at five. If Alan Rawls wins another bracket at a national, I've talked with Trey. I don't think anyone's ever won three straight brackets and three straight nationals. If he does that, we've got to start talking about that guy on a completely different level. But I've got Alan Rawls. I love it. That's a great stat. Uh, Devin Harbaugh, number three. Number two, Alex Rawls. And all I did this week was flip one and two. Justin Burton Jr., because his ranking is number one, I'm going to put him at number one on mine. Wait a second. Where did you have Mark Richards? Six. Whoa, wow. Even after winning the shootout. You know, shootouts and nationals are different. Okay. No, I get it. I get it. (laughs) All right. Well, so I'm I'm going to be in trouble with mine right away. Uh, Joe Neistead. So, so I took a little different. I, I took a little different approach this week okay. with mine. I'm I'm thinking top ten players who I think actually can win. Sure. Who have who have a proven track record of winning? Um, because you have to learn how to win. You have to do it, and you have to learn how to win. And I think there are some people that we have at the sport who play at a very high level who are still learning how to win and be a champion. So. That's a Is Joe, was Joe, by the way, hold on. Was Joe Neistat on our list? I was just, that, I, you just, you just read my mind. I took he, Joe. He's got to be on that list. Team. He's got to be on that list of, of our top um, players to never win. Has he but, won? But, but would you put him ahead of Devin Harbaugh though? No, not no. <laughs> but he, you know, the fact that we weren't talking about him is insane. Yeah. Um, hang on. If you want me to check it, we got like what, two minutes left. Let me okay. look at the list. I, I, for some reason I thought he snuck a doubles in there at some point, but I don't think so. Um, sorry, I'm having to go down because he doesn't have a whole lot of titles. This this goes by this goes by number of career titles won. Yeah. 
All right, here's Joe Neistat. He has one career title, and that was a singles open. Yep. So no, so he's he, on that so list. yes, he's on there, but but not ahead. Again, of I, I not ahead put of him ahead because some of these other guys have yeah. more career titles. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, go back to this. I actually took Joe Neistat off my list. I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial. Um, maybe they can learn from it. Maybe not. I think that Joe Neistat and Jeremy Shermerhorn need to dial it in. I think they're too loose. I, I think they are terrific players, but I think they're too loose on the broadcast court. And if they if they were to lock in just a little bit more, they can on the broadcast court because it. no one can touch him on the floor. Exactly, exactly. Just lock it in. Just, just take it just a little bit more seriously as a pro and and put the hammer down just a little bit. You can tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. And I might. And, no, and Jeremy on the broadcast might, court. Jeremy, might, <laughs> Jeremy broadcast might beat me up, court, which, he, which yeah. he very easily could do. <laughs> yeah, broadcast court, you're 100% right, but no one is touching them in bracket no. play in nationals. Totally get it. The broadcast court, dial it in, brother. Both of them. So Joe Neistat off my list for this week. So again, a mm-hmm. little bit different twist. I got to be quick with this. Yep. So th- those in my mind who I think can actually win, like actually win, right? Proven. Mm-hmm. Um, number 10, I had to put Alan Rawls in there only because he's he's been great so far in the first two nationals. I, in my mind, I don't know if he can win. So that, that's kind of the one caveat to this, but yeah. I, I couldn't not have him on my list. Yeah. So Alan, number 10, Jake Gore, number nine, Kyle Malone, number eight. I put Ryan Windsor. This is where my list changes. I put Ryan Windsor at number seven. I think he's really trending in a positive direction. I, after I don't hate it. I don't. I, I, I think Ryan Windsor out. could easily win. And Anadiri. Uh, Tony Smith, number six. Matt Guy, number five. Maybe should have flipped those two. Devin Harbaugh, number four. Justin Burton Jr., number three. Mark Richards, he's winning everything. He, he's he's winning in opens in his career. He's winning shootouts. He's winning nationals. I, you know, he's just he's he's a great player. He's exactly. number two, and I've got Alex Rawls at number one. And I can't wait to watch Alex play uh, this upcoming weekend to see if he can carry that you know carry that momentum and keep it going sure. because he's got a chance to be a. I mean, it's got a chance to be a special season for Alex. Absolutely. All right, I'm out of breath. We got ten seconds left. Way to go, man. All right. Good show, brother. That was fun. That was awesome. Uh, safe travels. I will see you in the great Northwest. See you in a couple of days. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Bye.